Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC universe. That's right, we are two nights away from one of the big five pay per views at F. WWC Survivor Series, but before we get there, we've got the FWWC tonight. I am the Blue Brand General Manager, Curtis Black. Excited to be with you here for episode 133 of the FWWC tonight. And before we get started here, uh, we do obviously have to thank our sponsors again, the Wrestle Talk Podcast uh, with Joe and Renee. Uh, hitting episode number 273, uh, this last Wednesday, obviously coming up on a big 275 here soon, uh, but this one was uh, lounging around featuring uh, Larry Pappas and Chewy Martinez. Um, go out of your way to check it out. If, uh, you can either find uh, the streams uh, via their YouTube page at Russ Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee, um, or on their Facebook page, Russ Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee, or uh, the uh, classic place you can find it, RustTalkPodcast with JoeAndRenee.com or RustTalkPodcast.com. Uh, check them out. Obviously, uh, one of my favorite wrestling podcasts uh, going right now. Uh, you much love to them. Without them, we would not be here. Uh, but without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the Red Brand General Manager and an individual who's going to find himself very busy here in about 24 hours. Uh, Mr. Marcus Mayhem. Marcus, how are you doing this evening? FWWC University, it's your boy Marcus Mayhem. And as Mr. Curtis has alluded to, this Sunday we have FWWC Survivor Series. And I got to tell you, it's going to be action-packed. It's going to be full of twists and turns. We have war games coming up tomorrow, so we have a lot to get into tonight. Uh, we really do, and we definitely want to go ahead and uh, anybody listening via the website, uh, make sure you do call in tonight. That number is 657-383-1521. Obviously, we want to talk about what's happened here over the last week uh, with such a, a couple big evenings coming, and obviously, uh, we're going to have some breaking news here that broke during the live challenge about some matches being added for War Games, uh, of all things. I uh, got uh, lots of exciting stuff going on here, and as we always do when we start off uh, talking about Monday night, we are going to go ahead and kick it off with the red brand. So uh, allow me to go ahead and throw it over to my partner here, Marcus Mayhem, uh, and we will get our first match of the evening going. Well, the first match we're going to get into was a very, very important match, and it was between the infamous 
leader of La Familia, El Mata, taking on the Bishop in an Inferno match. Now, I got to say, this match was everything that it was supposed to be. It was full of action. It was full of, it was a lot of drama in this match. But as always, El Mata found a way to pull out the victory, and Bishop was unable to take down the titan of the FWWC. I, I mean, you, you use the word titan, and that, that almost seems like an apt description. Uh, you know, even if you kind of go back to the original meaning, you know, the person who came in was the older god, um, but could ultimately kind of unseat the newer ones, uh, you know, that were coming up. Um, and ultimately, that kind of seems like that's the way it's going right now. Everybody who, who tries to step up to, to unseat uh, El Mata, whether it's, you know, it's been for the hardcore title, myself included, whether it's been for the universal title, you know, we've seen multiple people try to step up, and, and ultimately there's, there's been a lot of failure there. Uh, so, I mean, you're right here, and, and obviously uh, whoever pulls that off is, is going to have, you know, some major clout and uh, some major uh, talking points when they uh, do that. Uh, with that being said, though, we do have on hold uh, the individual here who uh, did face El Mata for uh, that Universal, uh, Universal Championship on Monday night. And that is none other than the bishop. Bishop, how are you doing this evening? I'm a little beat up, a little burned up, but I'm here, and I'm ready for Survivor Series. How are you all doing this evening? Uh, doing real good. Uh, really, really excited about uh, FWBC Survivor Series here on Marcus. You know, Bishop, this this week has been – a whirlwind for me. And I, I got to say, Bishop, I mean, you you get a championship match versus uh, El Mata. You was unable to get a win. But by the grace of his his big heart to the FWWC and his belief in putting back into the FWWC well, he gave you another crack at it going against Voorhees for the Universal Heavyweight Championship. On top of that, you also have a chance to win the Undisputed Heavyweight Tag Team Championships alongside your tag partner, Madman Joe. Would you explain how you feel and what are your thoughts going into this Sunday, which I got to say is the biggest pay-per-view of your career? You're right about that. This is definitely the biggest pay-per-view of my career. And although I'm banged up, beat up, and I'm sporting a bandage, I'm still going to be a Survivor Series because I get a second chance at redemption. I get another crack at the Universal title against the monster Voorhees, and I'm not taking them lightly. But Voorhees, if I will go through fire to get a shot at the Universal title, then just think about what I would do to you. As for the tag team title match, me and my brother Madman, the prophet to madness, I get that feeling inside of me that it is going to be the prophet to madness time, and we will walk out of Survivor Series, the tag team champions. We've had many shots, and we failed many times, but I get that feeling that Survivor Series is our night, and you will be talking to the new tag team champions soon and very soon. And and so I'm going to kind of jump in there. So with that being said, you know, uh, and I don't necessarily like to bring this up because, you know, they are kind of my brothers, but, 
you know, you, you bring up an interesting point yourself um, and Madman Joe, you know, maybe sing, uh, as singles competitors, maybe have had a little bit of a rough time here recently, but you have been doing uh, a very good job as tag teams, you know, and you've got that opportunity. Now, that being said, you know, that the same can't be said right now for the Grim Reapers. Do you have any concerns, you know, about them as well as the Kings of War, obviously two you know, very big individuals from the blue brand uh, who are going to bring a lot of power on their side. Uh, do you have any concerns, you know, looking at the individuals you're going to be standing in the ring again? Well, you know, we've faced them individually as well as tag team. But see, Madman and I, we've never faced the Kings of War as a tag team. I've faced King Jerobe in singles action as well as Tank Westbrook. Both are very hard-hitting men. And the Grim Reefers, they are the tag team champions for a reason. But you see, the Prophets of Madness have been consistent since day one since we formed this tag team. And we have been going nonstop. When other tag teams have broken up or split up, the Prophets of Madness have still remained together. We're, uni- we're unified, and it's that unity, along with the power and strength, that's going to win us the tag title. Uh, I mean, I can't argue with that here. Uh, any other questions here uh, for Bishop uh, Mark? Yeah, I do. Um, seeing that. You know, you have uh, a lot of potential clout on the line, you know, possibly coming out as the top champ on red and the top champ in the tag team division. Do we, the FWWC universe, do we expect the brown bear to come out? Well, you never know. Brother Brown Bear is always in the cave lurking. But you never know, he may or he may not make an appearance at Survivor Series. Who knows? We'll just have to tune in to see. All right. Well, uh, with that being said here, we're getting to our kind of end of our time here with you, uh, Bishop. But that being said, as we do uh, all of our guests here, any final thoughts for the FWWC universe uh, before we let you go this evening? Voorhees. I'm coming to Crystal Lake. I'm not coming to Dane. I'm not coming to Square Up, but you and I, we are definitely going to war. One of us is walking out with the universal title. And if you don't know who it is, it is I. I am he. He is me, Bishop Devontae D. All right. Well, we do want to thank the Bishop for joining us here. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, somebody who always makes a statement when he comes on the show and uh, somebody uh, we love having you know, on, uh, which is definitely makes this point heard. Uh, with that being said, we're going to move real quickly here over to the blue brand uh, before we get to our next red brand match and our next caller. Um, and the first match I do want to discuss from Monday night for the blue brand was the first of our Warriors Heart Championship qualifiers. Now, obviously, Daniel Grimm earned his spot you know, about a month ago. Uh, during FWWC, I believe it was Hell in a Cell. Uh, so now uh, we're kind of squaring away the final two. Uh, and on Monday, we did see Hardcore Haas become victorious over both Hardcore Sis and Tank Westbrook uh, to her, earn his spot and, and also create the first of our matches for FWWC War Games for the Blue Brand, in which we will see Hardcore Haas facing off against Daniel Grimm. Uh, for the coveted, uh, you know, free entry uh, into the Warriors Heart Championship match. So, 
definitely uh, some high stakes going into that match here. Uh, with that being said, though, I'm going to go ahead and throw it back over to Marcus for our next Red Brand match and our next call. The next match we're going to get into was a very, very uh, hard-hitting match, and it was requested by uh, Mr. Battlecat and El Luchador. And they wanted it to be a very, very controversial match. They wanted it to be unsanctioned. They don't want to have any type of, you know, lawsuits or anything else like that. They don't want to be responsible for what happened. So, you know, I do what's best for business, and I approve this match. And I got to say, these two, especially El Luchador, have surprised me with the, the level of viciousness that they have. And knowing how Battle Cat is, you know, he doesn't care. He doesn't care who it is. This is the type of match that he thrives in. And it shows because he came out with a huge win against El Luchador in the no DQ unsanctioned match. No, definitely. And, and I'm going to go ahead and bring him on here momentarily. And we can definitely talk about that match. But I think, you know, the match that everybody's going to want to talk to him about and, and ask about why. Is, is with what happened, you know, later that evening um, with Douglas James and uh, the hybrid television championship. So, um, with that being said, here we are going to go ahead and uh, for, let me double check my notes here. Intern Timmy is saying we might be having some technical difficulties, so let me double check. Okay, looks like we are having some technical difficulties. So while he is getting back on the line. Uh, we are. I want to give him one more shot here, and then because we know he had he had some difficulties here during the Rust Talk podcast. For those of you that were not paying attention on Monday night, uh, we did see Douglas James successfully defeat Robert uh, earlier in the evening, and then after his match was completed, Alex shows Battlecat as he does with his golden ticket, and cashes in on Douglas James and takes his newly won on his first title defense, takes that title. So uh, we're going to go ahead and, like I said, let me double check to see if we've got him on the line here. Intern Timmy's just making sure we've got this correct. Intern Timmy, don't fail me now. Come on, buddy. All right. Let's go ahead and give this a shot. Here. Nope. Does does not look like we have Bowcat. So we're gonna go ahead and come back to Bowcat as soon as we have him here. We're gonna cover uh, another blue brand match here real quickly. But again, Bowcat, if you are listening, go ahead and give us a call back. We definitely want to get your thoughts on, on what was going on here. Another match we saw from Blue Brand, um, an interesting match uh, was a Fallen who has been on a bit of a roll lately uh, when it comes to kind of pulling off victories against people that. You know, maybe some would consider uh, you know, her equal or superior. Uh, was unable to pull off a victory against the brick wall, James Buttkiss on Monday night. Um, you know, Buttkiss has obviously got a, quite a bit of momentum as well uh, moving forward in the icing tournament as he did it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so uh, definitely building some momentum towards Sunday. Uh, any thoughts on the icing tournament? I know we've got uh, the brick wall, James Buttkiss, well, DJZ. And then the final winner, and uh, we'll get to the more detailed results here momentarily, uh, but was Nightmare Jones. So any thoughts on uh, that IC tournament, Mark? You know, it's interesting because, you know, between the three, you know, 
that you spoke of, you know, Brick Wall, DJ Z, Nightmare Jones, it's, you know, three different styles, three different characters. I mean, you have very contrasting styles between the three of those people. And, you know, in my eyes, it's, it's a toss up, you know, uh, I would have to give it to the veteran, you know, Nightmare Jones. I mean, I think he would know how to, you know, maneuver his way and get a win. But you can't count any of those guys out. Nah, especially given that triple threat, you know, anything can happen. And I'm definitely really excited to see uh, how it plays out here, especially uh, with the fact that it is the IC Championship. So that added, you know, fact that they can cash in uh, creates a, a little bit of an interesting vibe to it as well. But we're going to go ahead and give us a shot here, as it does look like we got a line from Timmy's poking me in the shoulder. So. Let me go ahead and bring on, without any further ado, the man who cashed in on Douglas James, Valcat. Valcat, how are you doing this evening? You know, first off, I don't feel bad for what I did to Luchador because, like I told Marcus, I was going to break his favorite new toy, and I did just what I said I was going to do. So I'm not worried about that. My thing is, I've been having my eye on some champions, including Mayhem, you know, and it was just a matter of who I was gonna cash it in on. It was just a matter of who it, it was a matter of who got dealt a bad hand. And unfortunately for Douglas James, God didn't deal him the perfect hand. And that's where I struck. Like I told him before to keep his head on the swivel. And apparently he didn't listen. And now because he didn't listen, he's no longer a hybrid champion. You know, Battle Cat, I, I want to say something, and and it's a lot of people out there who who might be thinking the same thing, but, you know, like you said, you've had your, you know, your choice of a champion to go after. You could have went after me, but you didn't. And they'll say, you know, Battle Cat, you went after, you know, someone who is perceived as, you know, the smallest, the weakest of all the champions, and he just had a match, and here comes Battle Cat, which is smart. I personally think it's smart, but a lot of people think that might be the power way out. I want to go after is what it's called. I don't have to go after this person just because, look, I don't give a shit about these people, these other superstars. They can think whatever the hell they want to think. I'm going to do me whenever I feel like it. I'm going to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, however I want to do it. And that's exactly what happened Monday. Like I said, Douglas just didn't get dealt a good hand. I'm sorry. Shit happens, you know? Hey. Now that the golden ticket's out there, somebody can do what they want to do with it. I'm not going to sit there and question what somebody else do with it when they got it, right? I mean, like that, I said, shit happens. That's a fair point. You, you, you had the, the right to do what you did and, and cash in. Obviously, yeah. you know, it was successful as you walked away with the title. So, that now, being said... Uh, I, well, Kurtz, I, I have one more question before before you go forward. Uh, Battle Cat, seeing that you you know you took his title, he just won it. He was you know getting praise from everyone in the locker room because it took him God knows how long to win his first championship. And then the villain, the Battle Cat, the Hunter came and took it away from him. Is there any chance that maybe if you know, Dougie Fresh wants a rematch or maybe he wants another shot at it, you know, when he's not, you know, just now finishing the match, he's fresh. 
What do you say to that? You know, I'm glad you bring that up because just that 0.01% and my being was thinking the same thing right now. You know what? That wouldn't be such a bad now, would it? I was going to. I was going to challenge him for Survivor Series, but seeing that I got my hands full, and I mean, when I say full, I mean literally full, I guess I will issue a challenge to Douglas James whenever he wants it. And I'll put the hybrid championship on the line just for him. All he got to do is accept the challenge. That's all he got to do. The challenge has wow, been laid that is, out. That's interesting. All right. Well, if he wants, I mean, to, I, I'm bring the evilness out of Dougie. What? You think Dougie's some that's good little of. boy? You think Dougie's some good little boy? I'm gonna show you just how evil he can be. You know what? That is that is kind of rare. I mean, you know, Battlecat has he been labeled as someone who doesn't ever want to defend his title. But how many times have you seen uh, someone who's taken a title challenge? someone else like he holds the title and he's the one challenging somebody he's pretty much saying come get the smoke and come get the zill back if you man enough so i gotta give props to battle cat that that takes a, a pair to do that it definitely knows a lot of respect i'm gonna I'm hide the championship somewhere in the jungle all he has to do is come to the jungle and find it that's all he gotta do he find it it's his Right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the one final question here. We'll only give you a chance to respond and and say your PCFWBC universe. But you know, putting that championship aside here for a second, this Sunday you are a part of FWBC uh, Team Red uh, for that uh, traditional Survivor Series match here. Uh, your thoughts on on working with your team? As I know, you're not really you know somebody who tends to work well with others. Well, you know, I'm doing this for Team Red. So, for one night only, I won't mind being a team player, you know. I put all the BS aside with everybody. We're going to go out there, we're going to get this W, and we're going to show everybody how the red brand does it. But I can't say what's going to happen after the match. I, I can't promise anything, you know. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, I guess. Every- Just, I was going to say that the last thing here, as, uh, as we do it for everybody, any final thoughts for you, Balcat, for the FWBC Universe before we let you out tonight? Well, like I said, literally at Survivor 6, I'm literally going to have my hand full with my ex-tag team partner. But, you know, I everything he knows. the only thing I didn't teach him is how to be a suck-up and how to be a kiss-ass. That's the only thing I didn't teach him. But I taught him everything he knows. So basically, this Sunday is student versus teacher, and we all know how that always goes. Yeah, usually the student surpasses the teacher. Well, not in this case. Not in this case. I didn't teach Tango right. everything. All right, Balakat. Well, thank you for joining us here tonight, and you have a good rest of your evening. And we are going to keep moving here as we do have. Uh, a number of matches to still discuss from Monday and Tuesday night, um, as well as getting into both War Games and FWWC uh, Survivor Series. But uh, with that being said here, before we go any further, we do want to go ahead and uh, one more t- time thank our sponsors, the Wrestle Talk Podcast, uh, with Joe and Renee, 
Um, if you missed episode 273 on Wednesday, make sure you go back and check out uh, the replay. Also, make sure uh, you get over to WrestleTalkPodcast.com. Not only will you find more information on the FWWC, but you will find uh, information on the Russell Talk Podcast mugs. Uh, which you can get custom engraved for just a little bit more uh, more information on the website. So check them out. They would make fantastic Christmas gifts um, for the wrestling fan in your life. So, uh, but with that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump back uh, to uh, Monday night uh, and our next match that we saw from the blue brand. Uh, and that was a uh, King Jerobi facing off against DJZ. Now, these two have a long history uh, going back to uh, King Jerobi's reign as a hybrid television champion when that uh, belt was on the blue brand. Um, and this uh, did seem to just kind of rekindle the flame here. Uh, obviously, Jerobi kind of go through his own things during that time, DJZ his own. Um, we did see ultimately that we did not come out with a victor. Uh, it did come to a no contest, uh, you know, as lots of their battles has uh, in the past so uh definitely exciting match to see here but uh we're going to go ahead and throw it back over to you marcus here for our next match from the red brand well unfortunately this is going to be uh, a sad match to get into um as a lot of people know um our red brand member the enchantress uh, made a promo proclaiming her uh, retirement. Um, unfortunately, I didn't want to see her go, but, you know, we had a talk and we came to an agreement. We uh, have an understanding of what's going on. She's got, you know, things to deal with, you know, magic to conjure up. And she decided to have one last final match against the dangerous famine. And I got to say, it was a very close match, and she almost didn't have the farewell match that she wanted, but she did end up pulling off the wins against Mr. Famine. And I will say personally that we will miss the Enchantress, and hopefully this is just see you later and not goodbye forever. Uh, I gotta say, I, I'm hoping that's what it is. I know I'll still occasionally see her around the SLF house, but um, it is a sad day. Um, obviously, you know, especially anytime you know, somebody of their caliber uh, leaves, um, you know, it, it's not a bright day, but, you know, congratulations to her on, you know, on her career, on everything that she accomplished. Uh, during your time in the FWFC, and like you said, you know, hopefully it's, uh, you know, see you later and, and not goodbye. Uh, but um, we're going to keep it moving here. Uh, the next and final match for the Red Brand for Monday night uh, was uh, a tag team match, um, and really we, we've got a couple of kind of, you know, feuds going on here. Uh, we had uh, Hardcore Haas, and El Moderata is facing off against Daniel Graham and Tank Westbrook. And, and obviously, you know, for those paying attention, all four of those individuals have, have had issues with each other here um, over the last few weeks. Obviously, we're, we're going to see a lot of that play out here uh, in just a couple of days. Uh, but we did, did see uh, Hardcore House and El Mata pull off the victory, um, you know, over Graham and Tank. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens over the next two days. You know, you are, we're, we're going to see them in the ring together over a lot, a lot over the next few days. You know, 
you know, myself, uh, you know, I'm going to find myself in the ring in, in different ways or shapes. You're going to find yourself there. I mean, it, it's going to be a very busy week for all of us uh, who, who pledge our allegiance to certain groups here. Uh, but your thoughts on, you know, Hardcore Awesome Mata pulling off the victory here uh, against Grimm Tank? You know, what it comes down to is chemistry. And you have two brothers in La Familia, and then you have Daniel Graham and Tank Westbrook, who are not they're 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 not in sync like Mata and Haas are. And you know, I I've seen in the threads, I've seen in the posts, you know, you know, uh Tank Westbrook trying to have Grimm's back against La Familia and, you know, Grimm telling Tank to piss off pretty much and you know, you you, you got to have chemistry in the tag team business, and it shows right here why the brotherhood always wins. No, it, and, and you're right. Uh, you know, in, in that regard, uh, you have 100% right. Uh, you know, Tank, Grimm, are definitely not, you know, a team that has any history behind them, any, you know, anything like that. And, and you've got, Hardcore Haas and, and Mata, who, you know, like you said, are part of the family. So, uh, you know, definitely uh, you have a valid point there. Now, with that all being said, um, you know, you, this coming Sunday, we are going to see Hardcore Haas versus Hank Westbrook, um, you know, facing off one-on-one for that FHC championship. And, and there's been a lot of bad blood, uh, you know, between the two over the last few weeks here. You know, obviously the biggest thing being, you know, the attack uh, by Hardcore Haas on Tank Westbrook here uh, that happened, you know, a couple of days ago. Um, you know, your thoughts on, on, you know, how far Hardcore Haas has taken this, because um, this, you know, this stretches back months. This stretches back to your plan, you know, months ago to, to try to, you know, hurt Blue Brand. Obviously, you know, it hasn't quite gone the way that you expected. Uh, but, you know, your thoughts on what's going on? It's plain and simple. I mean, it shows how much hardcore Hawes wants this. It shows how much he is mentally in the zone. And for Tank Westbrook to get caught off guard like that, it just it just shows he's being really passive. And Hardcore Hoff is getting him when he's not looking. He's he's not he's not paying attention like he's supposed to. You're the top champ. You should always be on alert, especially when you have someone as dangerous Hardcore Hoff always lurking around the corner. And he he just got caught slipping, and Hardcore Hoff softened him up a little bit for this weekend. And some people might call it a cowardly move, but I call it being smart. I mean, Tank Westbrook is no slouch by any means. And whatever advantage you can get over someone like Tank Westbrook, you take the opportunity and you turn it into your advantage. And, 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 you know, you're right. And I can't argue with that. You know, we've all, you know, done what's necessary um, to to pull off what we need to uh, throughout our careers. So, um, definitely going to be interesting that you know, once they're finally in the ring with the no DQ clause that's been added to the match that was added, you know, this evening uh, during the contract signing, you know, literally anything can happen. Uh, but it, it's going to be definitely exciting to see. But you know, with that here, we're going to go to the hood, throw it back over uh, to the Red Brand here for our next match. The last match we're going to get into. Oh boy. 
Um, I don't know, Curtis Black, I should get into this match. Um, but here here goes. It was match between Madman Joe, our United States champion, versus Voorhees. And Madman Joe beat the brakes off of Voorhees. I mean, he really laid it on him. I don't know if Voorhees was, you know, not paying attention. He wasn't focused. I'm not sure what's going on with Voorhees, but Madman Joe really put a beating on him on Monday night. Well, why don't we answer that question here? So, um, uh, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the, the creepy man from Crystal Lake, Voorhees. Voorhees, how are you doing tonight? Listen, I mean, you're one of my top guys on Red Brand. You know, I can count on you when I need you. But, you know, I got to say, Voorhees, how do you how do you recover from that? I mean, to, to get slapped around like that, you know, uh, having to deal with, you know, Dougie Fresh, you know, beating you, you know, at home again. And you have the biggest match of your career against one of the best on Red Brand against Bishop for the UHC. I mean, Voorhees, where where's your mindset at? Are you have you moved on from you know Monday night and the Dougie Fresh incidents or whatnot? Have you moved on to that? Are you crystal clear on exactly how you're going to take on this match and how you're going to defeat Bishop this Sunday? Just like the bishop said, uh, I'm already prepared. You can't hurt a dead man. And if he knows already, I already beat El Mata once. So he will be no task for me. Okay. Okay. So, with that all being said, you're obviously a very confident individual. Um, it, you don't seem to have any concern, uh, you know, for for the bishop. So let's let's just assume, you know, you, you pull off the win. You really think that it's going to be that easy to defeat Almada a second time? Because I can tell you from experience that it's not. 
questions for Voorhees, you know, I just want to tell him, you know, good luck on your match with Bishop, and regardless of what you say, this is going to be a heavyweight match. Do not take Bishop lightly. He might be a man of God, but he can also beat your ass also. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just have to realize that this this is big time. This is the biggest match of your career. I mean, have you not heard what Bishop has said before? I mean, he said, these hands, you're going to get this smoke. These hands are ready to eat for everyone. He's going to give them to you. So you better be prepared and not take this man lightly. But good luck to you this Sunday, Voorhees. Mr. And- let me say this. He with a top-notch killer in myself. So, Mr. Bishop, listen up. Your days will be coming to an end. Uh. I was going to say, I mean, he's still kind of scary, but he is not what he used to be scary. I mean, I'm not one to tear down my own people. I'm not, okay? But everyone knows how I am. I keep it 100. And he's gotten some big wins. Don't get me wrong, but he's been beaten twice by Dougie Fresh. He's been beaten twice at Crystal Lake by Dougie Fresh, which I don't know why Dougie Fresh hasn't, you know, renamed it, you know, Wonderland or something like that. I mean, he's gotten the title taken from Bob. I mean, Voorhees really needs to make a big statement in winning the UHC this Sunday against a very quality opponent like Bishop will really bring back some of that, you know, credibility that made him so feared when he first got here. No, you're right, and I mean, uh, he is definitely somebody who can make an impact. You know, there was a long time where you know Warhees was pulling off you know victories that you know maybe you know nobody was expecting out of him. I'll tell you that. You know, I was just being completely honest. He, he surprised me a few times. Um, you know, but like you said, you know, the, the losses to Douglas James, uh, and then the loss you know on Monday night to Madeline Joe. Uh, you know, he's definitely having a bit of a skid here. So um, I'm excited to see what happens. You know, it is going to be a hell of a match. Those two can definitely throw hands. Um, you know, but, but will we see Borges, you know, kind of like kill his, uh, you know, white whale, so to speak, and uh, 
be. Um, but uh, with that being said here, uh, and I believe that was your last Monday night match, wasn't that? Man, was that your last Monday night match? Man. Okay. I'm wondering if yes, I do. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have one more. I have one okay. more match. It's a very good one at that. It's a very good Thank match you. between Savior Saint and Mr. Number One Heel Deal. Now, unfortunately, Hilldale was not able to get a win over Saint. But as Saint has said, you know, he took a leave of absence to kind of gather his thoughts. He's had a lot of things come come his way. And he's coming back. He said he's ready. He's coming back more hungry than ever. And he showed that with a big win against Hilldale. He, he did. And, you know, Saber Saint is somebody who, you know, uh, you know, you may occasionally see him, you know, drop off for a, a moment or two. Um, that's usually what I would be a little concerned about his comeback because that usually he's, he's out there uh, recharging his batteries, getting ready to go. Because and once he comes back, he's, he's going to come back with a vengeance. So uh, you know, uh, I'm really excited to see what happens. Obviously, you know, tomorrow night and and you know, at Survivor Series, uh, Saber State has, has got some definitely some interesting matches, especially. Uh, the FWBC uh, traditional Survivor Series match, um, which you know, obviously he's going to be a part of as well as Daniel Grimm. Um, you know, the, bro- the brothers, the, the tag team champions, which they'll also be defending. So, uh, you know, obviously some some very cool stuff here. Uh, we are going to go ahead and get moving to, to Tuesday night. We're going to run through this a little bit quickly. Uh, we don't have really any kind of callers on hold here, so. Uh, we're just going to kind of run through the results so we can get to FWWC uh, Survivor Series. We'll start off uh, with the blue brand here. Uh, as we mentioned, we did have our special contract signing that took place uh, between Tank Westbrook and Hardcore Haas, uh, where we did see the stipulation added that it's now a no disqualification match uh, for the FHC Championship. So uh, definitely going to kind of put it right up Hardcore Haas' alley with that uh, change to the match. And then we did also see uh, Daniel Grimm pull a, a little bit of a momentum win here uh, leading into the weekend as we did see him uh, defeat King Jerobi, uh in singles competition. Uh, but let me go ahead and now throw it over to Marcus here for some of our results from the Arabian. The next match we are getting to was a triple threat match between Elichador, Battlecat, and Madman Joe. And after a bruising loss to Battlecat on Monday, Lucha came back with a very slim win against Batman Joe and Battle Cat, but I'm sure after his fast start, after being traded from blue to red, this win is going to pick him back up, heading into his big match for the golden ticket against Robert at Survivor Series. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I, I personally cannot wait uh, to, to see that match. Like you said, Lucha has has definitely kind of found himself on uh, a streak, even with that, that loss to Battlecat on Monday. Um, he's kind of kept it going, and, and, you know, personally, I'm kind of excited to see uh, what he's going to do here. Uh, any other matches? Let's see, let's see, you've got about four, so while we cover uh, another one uh, for you uh, from Tuesday, we'll finish off uh, Blue, and we'll let you finish off here. All right, the next match we're going to get into was a red brand 
versus Blue Brand match. And it was the Grim Reapers going against the Outsiders on Red Brand. And the Outsiders came out with a big win versus the heavyweight tag team champions. They did. And, you know, the, there's already been talk about this. And, you know, I talked about it earlier. Uh, but I I was absolutely shocked when I saw this come across. Um, you know, to, to see them in, in the position that they were in and lose the way that they did. Um, you know, I, I'm a little concerned about their odds going into Survivor Series. I, I will say that. Um, you know, there, there definitely seems to be some cracks in their armor. Um, and, you know, they're, they're facing off against two very talented uh, tag teams in uh, the Prophets of Madness and the Shoes of War. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. Uh, now, uh, for the blue brand to, to kind of get us finished off, uh, we did see uh, the final match at round two of the Intercontinental Tournament taking place, in which we saw Nightmare Jones facing off against Fallen. And we did see Nightmare Jones advance, as we said earlier this evening, to uh, Intercontinental Championship match uh, at uh, FWBC Survivor Series. Um, and then uh, our last match for the evening, and as intern Timmy is telling me, our last match completely for the evening uh, was uh, our Warriors Heart Championship qualifying match. Now, uh, this match was hard-hitting. We saw two members of La Familia, Jimbo Slice, and Nightmare Jones facing off against the notorious one, Jake Wyatt. And uh, it really came down to a, a double pin situation where uh, both Jimbo Slice and Nightmare Jones, unintentionally, uh, but Jake Wyatt was taken out. Uh, um, taken out. They both reach over to cover him. The referee counts three as both of their arms are covering him. But we cannot have four entrants into the Warriors Heart Championship match. So, entertainment, can you hit the breaking news effect, please? All right. So, tomorrow night at FWWC War Games, we will see in a La Familia clash, Nightmare Jones facing off against Jimbo Slice for the final spot in the Warriors Heart Championship match the next night at FWC Survivor Series. Oh, boy, Curtis. I I know you're going to enjoy this inside in the bottom of your heart, whether you admit it or not, because I know you probably want, you probably won't, excuse me, seeing two La Familia brothers fighting it out for your personal pleasure. Hey, they have they have they have every opportunity to finish the match tonight. I can't put them both in. If I could put them both in, I would. But I can't. So they ha- there has to be open. So, you know, who knows? If I really wanted to be sadistic, I could add, you know, some stipulation to it. But but I'm I'm a good general manager. Contrary to what some people believe. I'm not out to to do my own bidding. I, I really do have the best interest of my brand at heart. So we will see Nightmare Jones, Jimbo Slice tomorrow night. The winner will be advancing to the Warriors Heart Championship match at FWBC Survivor Series. But with that being said, we have now covered everything uh, for the week. So that what that leaves now is for us to go ahead and uh, discuss uh, what we have coming up. 
at FWWC Survivor Series. Um, and so, you know, Marcus, I know that you've announced the majority of your team. Uh, my understanding is you still have a member for your FWWC Survivor Series team that, that has been not been unveiled. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, tonight I will unveil that fifth person tonight. So, intern Timmy, give me the breaking news. Here live, the Red Brand General Manager, Marcus Mayhem, announces the fifth and final member of the FWWC Red Brand Survivor Series team. And that man is a man who can care less about what you think about him. The man who talks to talk, he walks to walk, and he'll spit in your face while he does it. Our fifth member is Remy Ritz. All right. Well, hey, I mean, I can't blame that pick. You're 100% right. He don't give a shit. Oh, but there's more. Oh, there's more. There's more. The five members of the red team tomorrow night at War Games, we're going to have a little fun. We are going to have a free-for-all match between the five members to see who will be the captain of the team. All right. Well, uh, that is going to be interesting. I'm excited to watch it. Um, our our team will be watching your team um, as we prepare. Uh, as you know, it seems like we've got a, a good variety. Um, you know, as been mentioned earlier, uh, we do have our team consisting of Daniel Graham, Tank Westbrook, Lilith. Uh, Jimbo Slice, uh, the notorious one, Jake Wyatt, and because we won advantage at FWC Apocalypse, we will also be having King Jerobi joining the FWC Blue Brand uh, Survivor Series team. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, it's a little unbalanced this year due to that. But uh, with that being said, you've got a very strong team as well. Um, and, and I'm excited to see uh, who's going to come out on top here. Um, but we do have a, a number of other things, uh, number of, number of other matches to discuss uh, when it comes to FWBC Survivor Series. And I'll go ahead and start us off here. Uh, maybe the one I'm most excited to see and, and one that's going to carry a, a lot of weight and, and honestly kind of send some shockwaves through regardless of what happens um, is the title for title match in which we're going to see El Moderatus facing off against Daniel Grimm. Uh, Daniel Grimm putting his Legends Championship on the line. Elmada obviously going ahead and putting uh, the Hardcore Championship on the line. Um, I still stand by my by the fact that you know if I was unable to beat Elmada in a Hardcore situation, I I don't know that anybody's going to be able to pull it off. I, I really don't. Um, that being said, you know if anybody could, I, I would say it's Daniel Grimm, and, and he's definitely done a good job here. Um, you know over the last week and and getting in people's heads and, and really kind of uh, playing the games. Um, but with that being said, obviously it's going to come down to stepping in the ring on, on Sunday and, and being prepared for what's coming. Um, your thoughts on, on this rivalry that's been going on here and, and the match coming up on Sunday? You know, it's gotten real personal. Um, but Daniel Grimm, uh, you know, regardless of the clout that El Mata has, has not backed down. Uh, Daniel Grimm has never been one to back down from anybody or any challenge. So, 
this will be one of the top matches of the night. No, I agree. It's, it's going to be hard hitting, and, and there's going to be blood, and you know people are going to love it. And it's, I'm excited to see what happens here. Um, any matches specifically kind of jumping out to you that you want to go ahead and cover before uh, we get to our uh, promo of the week and get out of here for the evening? Yeah, it's a few matches. Uh, we have a couple of cross-brand matches that are that's kind of caught my eye. And the ones that I'm speaking of is um, the Battle Cat versus Tank Westbrook match and the Big T versus the DJZ matchup. And the reason why it's so interesting is because, you know, these two pairs, you know, they, they're adversaries, but they used to be teammates. And, you know, it's very interesting to see how the match is going to unfold. I mean, because, you know, people, I mean, they know, they know each other inside and out. They know their, you know, their strengths, their weaknesses, and it's really going to make a, a big dynamic on who's going to come out on top. It is. And, uh, you know, honestly, I, I'm really excited. You know, these are, you know, partnerships that, you know, we've seen devolve and, and you know, none of them have ended nicely. <laughs> and so, uh, to see these individuals finally have a chance to, to fight it out and, and get some at least, you know, retribution for maybe what's going on when they haven't been able to leave their hands on each other for a while um, is definitely going to be something to see. So I'm really, really excited uh, to see how that breaks down here. And uh, obviously, uh, the one other match that I want to kind of, again, uh, just throw out here, which I think is going to be absolutely crazy we, we've already been talking about it a, a bunch here tonight uh but i'm mentioning it again the unified tag team championship match you know we're going to see the grim reefers facing off against the prophets of madness facing off against the kings of war um you're going to see you know really every different kind of you know style of wrestling you can see you know between the sof being a little bit more uh, of the high flying uh you know hit you with the speed type uh, obviously, you've got the Prophets of Madness, uh, you know, Madman Joe, you know, just getting down and brawling. And then you've got your your big guys in, in the King of War. Uh, you've got every kind of style kind of represented. I'm, I'm really, really excited uh, to see what these three teams can do here. You know, um, it, it's anybody's game, honestly. I mean, of course, the money's going to be put on the current champions, but you know, you got the upstart, you know, KOW, and you got the, you know, well-established Prophets of Madness, you know, that's tried and true on the red brand that's pretty much beaten every tag team that's been thrown in their path. So it's this is going to be interesting. And I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised if, you know, they walk out without the belts. It can be anyone's, anyone's guess to me. It, it really could. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting, and, and, you know, it could all depend on, you know, the way things shake out, or, you know, later on in the night, you know, most of the people in the match are going to be finding themselves um, in other matches later on, whether it's the Survivor Series matches or, or whether it's championship matches. So, you know, that, that could definitely play a factor, too, and I'm honestly just excited to see uh, where we come out of here. But, um, you know, that that's just a preview. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of other cross-frame matches, so... You know, everybody should definitely make sure to tune in this Sunday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, yes. Curtis, Curtis. Yeah. You forgot about the biggest match of them all. 
Oh, I'm I'm sure. I I just I I feel like that one's gonna. You gotta see it. You you gotta you gotta go there and see it. We can't do it justice. Uh, yeah, you gotta go see it. But we got This is the last chance that we get to highlight by far the top match of the night between Mayhem Dark and Guy. And you know we we're both very well connected with you know. Mayhem Dark and Guy, respectively. And, you know, I'm sure you and Guy have seen, you know, Mayhem Dark's promo. I know, I know I've seen the promo that came out, you know, yesterday. And, you know, it, it's really got me curious. I mean, there's so many layers to you, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from you. I, I don't really, like I said, I, that the explanation is there, you know, for those of you that haven't gone and seen it, um, go watch what, what, I know it's long, and you guys can deal with that, but yeah, I've been dealing with something for the last year, and I'm going to, I'm not going to tell you that I completely understand what's going on, or that I even have any full control at, at certain times, uh, but he is a presence that exists within me. And so Sunday, tomorrow even, you know, what you're going to see in the ring is not me as I appear before you now. So, you know, whatever happens, I, I take no responsibility. Once he takes over, once that mask goes on, I, I take no responsibility for what I do to you or anybody else in that ring. Um, it's nothing personal, but it, it is a little bit to Now, I hope you see the difference. I know what's going on. You see, I'm one with Mayhem Dark. I understand him. I understand his purpose and why he exists with me. And I will caution you, Mr. Curtis Black, as we sit here tonight, that on Sunday, regardless of whatever mask you decide to put on, that mayhem dark will incinerate you to the depths of hell and claim your soul for his keeping. I mean, okay. I I don't really know what to tell you other than that. I'm not really sure he has a soul to keep. Um, so you can try, but I but I'm really sure that there's not anything there. He's a pretty dried up husk at this point. The power, like I said yesterday, the power is in the mat. But, oh, this that, is going to be good. Uh, with that being said, um, we are going to go ahead and move on to our final segment of the evening. Um, now, hold, okay, I, I say that. Um, it does look like we've got somebody on hold, so I definitely just want to check in here real quickly. Uh, see who we've got on hold and see if we can bring him on here uh, before we get... Oh, okay. Let, let me see if he's available and if he wants to come on. Um, but we do have something that could be very, very interesting here as, as he's going to be a, a busy, busy person uh, this this coming weekend. Um, but let me just make sure he's available here. And, and as we do that, why don't we go ahead and uh, have intern Timmy go ahead and hit our uh, promo of the week. We'll go ahead and do promo of the week, and then if this individual is on, 
We will go ahead and touch base with them after we finish up promo of the week. But enter Kimmy if you could. Now, I'm, I've been left out of this a little bit. Um, I didn't feel right kind of participating in those. So I'm going to go ahead and let Marcus take this segment uh, to this week. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, no, 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 no. See, Curse, I've, I've called on to your little mind games that you try and pull off. Oh, no, Curtis. You're going to announce this, Curtis. No way in hell I'm going to do this. Okay. No, you uh, do this. You're going to do this, Curtis. All right. So, intern Timmy, why don't you tell me? Come over here. Yeah, I intentionally avoided fine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, intern Timmy has notified me that uh, promo of the week does go to my Curtis. Um, you know, I, I only have part to play in that. I know that there's another individual who played a part. Thank you to BOD uh, for promo of the week, only my second promo of the week in my career. Uh, so I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Um, do you want to mention, uh, as honorable mentions, Marcus Mayhem's promo, uh, Tank Westbrook, um, and uh, Douglas James. Um, this was a hell of a week for promos. Um, if you didn't win, um, you know, that, especially those people that were mentioned, um, that definitely doesn't mean that your promo wouldn't have won another week. Um, unfortunately, it just ended up the way that it was. So um, I just want to say again, thank you. Uh, I hate you, Mayhem, uh, for making me do this. Um, but I do want to thank everybody uh, <laughs> involved in that. But uh, we're going to move on here. We've got one last person that we're going to get on before uh, we get out of here tonight, and that is a man that's going to be involved in not only uh, the War Games match taking place uh, tomorrow night, uh, but the FWWC's uh, traditional Survivor Series match is going to be taking place on Sunday night, and that is none other than Savior Saint. Saint, how are you doing this evening? Hey, I'm with you like a titty, bro. And I got to tell you something, man, you're too, you're too damn nice. You work your ass off harder than half the people here. You deserve that award, dog. You celebrate. Fuck those other people. Woo! That's what I'm talking about, Curtis Black. And, God, you cut that fire and you get recognized. And you can see that fire. It always, it always ignites when I get on the podcast because this is where I made my career. This is where Saint prospered and grew. Without the podcast, Richard, all of them back in the day, then I'd be, I wouldn't be what I am. And what I am is a leader of the Saviors of Funk. And what we're going to do tomorrow is something that nobody's done before. We're going to beat La Familia five on five. Their toughest against ours. Shit, might just be four. We're still supposed to keep that a mystery, too. I might have let some leak. I might just be trolling you right now. You never know with me. We're going to beat them. And hopefully El Mata Ratas is ringside so you can watch his top dudes get got by the saviors of motherfucking funk. Man, aren't you in a pickle right now, Saint? I mean, on one hand, 
you're part of the saviors of folk going against my brothers. On the other hand, you're supposed to be repping red brand for which I am running the red brand. I mean, saying, I mean, you got a lot of tugging going on. I mean, you could just be, uh, you know, pulling on the wrong string depending on your decisions. I mean, my decisions have got me where I am, and yours might have led you to your downfall. You never know. SOF over everything. I heard that's the motto, and you let you let me be your leader, dog. You don't think I didn't forget what your sister and y'all did to get me on red, and it's it's really ironic and it's really really lit that I get to fight that fucking bitch tomorrow. Let's go. All right. Well, I don't I don't think we can finish it off any better than that. So I'm gonna say thank you to Tabor State for joining us here tonight. I don't think there's any other better way to end the FWC tonight before Survivor Series than with that. So um, one last time, I want to thank your sponsors, the Rest Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Check them out every Wednesday. Make sure you go back and check the live feed if you missed it this last week. I'm Curtis Black. He's Marcus Mann. We'll see you all tomorrow night at FWWC Wargate. See y'all later. Deuces.